This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I was calling Alma and her number starts with the 021. And as I say to Albert, do you remember the days when we didn't have to dial 021? You just dialed the number. And I suddenly felt a little bit old. Good morning, Alva Pollard. Hope you're well. Good to, we hope you had a good break last week and rested yes, well. absolutely awesome. It was wonderful. Very quick renewal. Oh, good. And we need that in our lives. And so we turn to plastic again. What a, it's a good conversation to have. Compostable plastics. So I just want to say this. Before we say anything else and Alma steps in with her knowledge, we mustn't just be saying, oh, this is biodegradable, compostable plastic, so I'm just going to stick it in the normal trash or I'm just going to stick it outside in the... Uh, there's a, an important word here that and phrase that I think, Alma, we need to highlight because this has been news to me that we need to look out for adequate industrial composting conditions. And uh, I think we need some education because we just see, oh, this is by chuck it in the bin, stick it outside. So we need some help, Alma, and you're the lady for the job. <laughs> yes. So, you know, it's so very easy for us, and a lot of people are very confused about biodegradable and compostable mm-hmm. and recyclable. So biodegradable or compostable, which are two different things, um, are not recyclable. So recycling means the product goes, stays in the cycle, around cycle. It is reused over and over and it's created, it turned into other products, mm. which of course not the case with compostable or biodegradable. They are supposed to biodegrade in the ground. Um, which is not always the case. So the problem in South Africa is that uh, biodegradable plastics break down over a very specific period, under very specific conditions, all controlled um, environments, and through industrial um, composting systems, which we don't have in South Africa, and I think we spoke about that before. Mm. And it's also important that we understand that there's a difference between compostables, which are um, certain, you know, these plastics are, of course, made from from plants and corn and starch and things like that. So the compostable one breaks down also under specific conditions, um, oxidative processes and so on, but it has no toxic byproducts. So, of course, we think... That's a cool idea because we are getting off the dependency from oil, you know, Mm. and that's exactly because normal plastics are, of course, byproducts from the petrochemical industry, which we want to get off. So it feels better to buy something compostable. But I've said before that if you aren't absolutely sure that that specific one, because there are many different ones, will actually break down in your own composting heap and you have a proper compost head, but that gets to a certain um, temperature mm. and that is kept wet throughout the year, etc., which, which even I don't have, I don't manage the thing properly, um, then you are actually adding to pollution. So for these things to b- break down um, biodegradable plastics again, they have to add additives to it uh-huh. so that things break down. It's also some of the, sometimes it's called oxide, oxo-degradable plastics. And that's often, you know, the shopping bags that you get that's where they say biodegradable. But the more additives they add, the faster it breaks down, and then the product is often not strong enough. And if they add less additives, 
then it breaks down too slowly and it actually pollutes the environment. So you see that we still don't have any ideal answers for anything that's not recyclable. Mm. And that is why the, the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, they're looking for zero, zero plastics in the environment, um, are saying that biodegradable plastics are not the solution to plastic um, pollution because you know, it contaminates the recycling stream. Um, it actually encourages people to just chuck things down which takes us out of the cyclical economy that we're trying to work to mm. and back to using and discarding. Um, and those fragments um, can also contaminate the environment. Of course, they also release um, <clears throat> carbon dioxide and methane, so climate change gases, which is the lowest if you rather use normal plastics and mm. it gets recycled. So, Elmer, the, the idea here is this is not yet the answer. This isn't, a, oh, chuck it out the window into the felt. It's going to biodegrade and uh, it's going to disappear. It's compostable. I think we need to, we, we, we're not supposed to be littering. The, I think the normal standards continue to apply. Uh, this is not a free-for-all because of what the label says. We need to still act responsibly. Absolutely. And you need to know what you're going to do with it. Mm. Certainly you can't throw it with your recycling which happens all the time, and that's why it contaminates the recycling stream. It's not recyclable. So do, are you going to compost it yourself, or are you going to chuck it in your bag then? <laughs> in other words, it goes to the dump. It's bad waste like anything else, and you haven't really helped that much. It doesn't sound like the answer then, Alma, because it seems to be creating more problems than good at the moment, because one, you know, yeah. you can you know, rather just recycle a plastic bottle than sit with one and you don't know where it's supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I always question that. And I don't think there's, you know, ill intention behind um, the people who use that. People mean well. They think this is going to be beneficial. But South Africa isn't equipped for this. I think if they bring in materials that they want to start using here, the end-of-life system should also be brought in. Mm. So if a shop um, sells things packaged in our biodegradable packaging, then they should also put a bin there for us to bring the stuff back to and ensure that that all goes to an industrial proper um, um, system for it, which is not happening. So kind of, we're kind of creating more bad waste again at the moment until things are, until we have what we need to, to make sure that it's all properly, properly um return to the earth, as they say. So whose responsibility is it? Is this an entrepreneur to rise up? Is an existing uh, a recycling plant going to be adding on extra conveyors and machines? I mean, what, what's, the, what's the actual answer here? I don't think the recycling industry is going to do this because this is not recycling at all. Oh. This is something completely different. And, you know, we have some ordinary composting systems, but they are, as far as I know, not taking these things. In other words, yeah, there's, there's, there's great opportunities here, and it's for us to select uh, a packaging that we know is recyclable to be the most responsible if you are focused on zero waste. Now, this, this story here is part of the SA initiative to end waste, mm. and if you click through, there's some very interesting um, educational videos also that explains more about this because their idea is 
to clarify, to get to clear up the confusion, because a lot of people find this very confusing. Yeah, it is confusing. So, just in closing, Alma, what are we looking for? Just if we wanted this stage, say, look, it's easier for me to recycle plastic, but the key here is zero waste anyway. So we don't want to be buying plastic. But if I have to be in a situation, how do I avoid this material at the moment that's causing a little bit of confusion and leaving me with nowhere to put it? Well, I don't use, I mean, I won't buy anything packaged like that yeah. because I've known this for, for, for a long time. Um, I think w- it brings us back again. If we want zero waste, we want to minimize packaging, number mm. one. So, you know, take your own containers if you can, whatsoever, your coffee cup, your little um, ice cream bowl, <laughs> if you mm. want to go and get takeaways. <laughs> you really don't need excessive packaging. And, and again, if you can buy the fruit and veg loose, Unpackaged, it's totally unnecessary to have that package or those little net bags that they that they give you. And I also will, if I buy a product and there's, you know, more than one layer of packaging around it, I will write to them. I'll find the number mm. on their phone. I'll write to them. I'll say, can you please reduce the packaging? Why do we have extra layers in here? And And people are quite open to that. I think one can make a difference if you persistently you know, create systems for yourself yeah. of how you're going to get the message through to the producers. They talk about um, the producer pays in um, principle. So they must pay for systems to deal with the waste that they generate mm. and that they, that they create. And that's what we need to insist on. Thanks, Alma, for setting us straight. If you want to read more and you want to find out exactly what we're talking about in greater detail, Clarity Needed on Biodegradable and Compostable Plastics. It is a story on thegreentimes.co.za. Once you've read the story, click on our link. It'll take you right back to 729 AM Radio K Pulpit Green. From the inside out, Alma Pollard, thanks to you and have a beautiful Green Wednesday. You too. Blessings. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.